The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to open up the hollowed halls of leadership. It's time to figure out what the secrets are to being a successful leader and running a successful organization. It's time for VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. Your host is Jeff Smith, an executive coach and business leader who has over two decades of forward-thinking executive leadership as a human resources and operations professional. Now, Jeff and his guest experts are ready to share their tips and studies with you. Now, here is Jeff Smith. Welcome. Happy Holidays. It's uh, Tuesday here in Virginia, and it is beautiful. We're catching a little uh, warmth here today. We've been outside playing with the kids. Everyone's out of school. We had a great Christmas. I hope everyone that uh, celebrates Christmas had a great Christmas. Those that celebrate Hanukkah, hope it's been a good one for you. And all of the holidays, hope it's uh, been enjoyable. I hope you're taking time just to stop, slow down, and hang out with the family. So today's going to be a little bit more laid-back version. It'll be mo- me most of the day. Uh, I'm having Lee and Jennifer will call in later in the show just to weigh in with some of their opinions. But our topic's going to be around 2016. What went right? What would we do differently? And what are some lessons that we can learn? I really appreciate throughout the course of the week, I get texts and emails from all over the world and uh, really, truly appreciate that. So let me tell you how to get in touch with us. So again, it's Jeff Smith. Uh, if you want to call us during the show, it's 1-866-472-5788. You can email me during the week at jeff at voltageleadership.com. I'll also be checking email during the show. Our website's www.voltageleadership.com. And so if you're thinking about, you know, what do you need to do differently for your business, you want to talk about facilitating offsite, some leadership training, executive coaching, please reach out and give us a call. You can check us out on Facebook at Voltage Leadership, uh, Voltage Leadership, excuse me. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Jeff Smith, Voltage Leadership Consulting. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Jamie Jeff. And as many of you that listen to the show know, uh, my alma mater, James Madison University, has been having a heck of a football season. We'll play for the national championship on January the 7th. So those that have been following have been on uh, my Twitter account getting a little extra Jamie sports, but some leadership stuff in between as well. So thanks for joining us again today. Um, hopefully, like I said, some time off for a lot of people, maybe some well-deserved breaks. Uh, we are going to, with my family, go for a uh, run after the show, and we're going to go try to see the Star Wars movie and kind of hang out. But let's talk about 2016. It was a tumultuous year, wasn't it? I mean, it was just a lot of stuff happened. I, I read in the paper today, it was um, the the year that music died, they said, uh, between the deaths of Prince and David Bowie and Glenn Fry and George Michael just on Christmas Day. It was, it was tumultuous. It was sad. Obviously, it was a tumultuous election for the U.S. with uh, uh, Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump. It left a lot of people kind of shaking their heads and, and questioning. And, and then there's certainly a part of the population now that's excited and others that are, are scratching their head. And so as we look back to 2016, what was it like for you individually? You know, on the positive side, uh, unemployment is way down. The Dow Jones is setting uh, all-time highs. Uh, housing, there's been more housing starts. There's uh, People have been able to find good jobs. But what about your own story? 
I thought we'd start with our um, voltage successes and talk about some of the things that went right. And then we'll start to move so, to some of our clients. Uh, early January found me going to uh, Abu Dhabi and working with the Cleveland Clinic. So I went over there and we launched a program uh, around the serving leader. We do some executive coaching as a six-month program where we help leaders grow and develop, learn more about their leadership voice, learn how to co-create together, how to serve the people that they work with, whether that's a peer or a direct report, but of, of course also working with their patients as well. A fantastic program. I love working with all the folks there. I've been able to go to the Middle East now five times between sort of Abu Dhabi, Dubai, and that area. And the, the le- lessons I've learned are just incredible. One of the things I would just say for folks that are trying to figure out what should they take from 2016, what's a lesson? I would just say be curious. You know, well, the first time I ever went to Abu Dhabi, it was my first trip going to the Middle East, and truthfully, was a tad nervous. And what I found is that people around the world are really remarkably similar. They want to try to do the best that they can. They're trying to get themselves a little bit ahead, maybe leave the world a little better place for themselves, for their family. But they're also wanting to learn. And so when I've gone to Abu Dhabi, what I've learned is just embrace the cultures that are there, um, understanding what they do well. And grow from that. So again, one leadership lesson from this past year is be curious. See what you, see what's happening with the place where you work and how can you grow from it. While I was in Abu Dhabi, actually, one of my clients, it's a company called Interactive Achievement, um, they were bought. And so this was a company that started really from a couch. Uh, it was four folks that founded it in the first couple of years. And it went from being about three to four employees um, to being about 94 when they sold at the end of January of 2016. Fantastic success for the owners, for the founders of the company. It also led to some developmental opportunities for folks that went with uh, from Interactivement to Power School. However, it was also a time of change and some of the top talent decided to leave. But in that stretch of time though, what I saw was leadership start to step up and learn how to communicate through change and be able to give people feedback and advice on how to grow and develop themselves during an acquisition. So another leadership lesson for 2016 that I take away is that ability to adapt and change. It was certainly an interesting time for Interachievement. It was a great success story. We're in the midst of another project that, that I worked on in 2016 was writing a book. Uh, it will come out in 2017, and you heard a little preview of it from John Hagmeyer earlier this fall. But for me, what I really watched was a great organization grow, develop, and then it need to continue to expand and develop. So you also have to know, are you the right leader for the next generation? And so now for Interact Achievement, now Power School, they've been able to grow and develop because they understood that to get to the next level, it was going to take another level of leadership. So do you also search around and say, who else could I be developing? Who could take us to that next level? And it might be outside of your company. Back to Voltage, it was a record year for revenue for us. We've been able to work in multiple countries. We're blessed with customers that um, want us to come back year in and year out. And so um, we had just a, a fantastic year. So thanks to all of our customers and those that are listening, it allowed us the opportunity to do some things like we relaunched our blog. So we wrote um, almost 50 blogs in uh, 2017. That was a, a quite a learning experience to just get back into the habit. We had blogged earlier a couple of years ago, but kind of gotten out of the habit. So one of the things I would also recommend is just start. If you told me that we were going to do 50 blogs this year, I would probably have been intimidated. But instead, when you do it sort of week in and week out, and you just do a couple, we split them up among our team, and you do a couple per month, it takes care of itself. So, so sometimes slow and steady does win the race. But find something that you're interested in, and what can you start to do and to blog about it? 
we also launched this radio show. So it went live in September, September 13th, um, and some great leadership lessons. What I would say well, the radio show and the blog has done for me is woke me up from the zombie zone. I wrote a blog on this not too long ago. Basically, here's the here's the zombie zone, guys. Um, you know that feeling when you kind of get up and you go, you maybe dread on you know Sunday night going back to work, and then next thing you know it's Monday and you're like, oh, it's Monday. I'm at work. It might even be rainy, and then it's Wednesday and you kind of like, oh, Wednesday. Maybe go out with some people after work. And then there's Thursday, which is only one more day till Friday. And then it's like Friday, finally, I get to live my life. And then it's the weekend. Well, all of a sudden, weeks and weeks can go by, and you haven't seen much growth or development in your own self. That's the zombie zone. And truthfully, late spring, I probably got into a little bit of that zone. And by being able to do the radio show, it woke me up. It gave me the chance to say, wow, I've never done a radio show. I get to learn new things about breaks and hard stops and rejoiners and picking the music for the show and how do you build a show and how do you interview guests lots of great things and what that did for me was it launched the rest of my 2016 it got me curious it got us some new customers there were people that were really interested but it also allowed me the chance to go out there and try some new things new content um, so Jennifer came on and talked about conversational intelligence. We have talked to some people about outward mindset. They'll be coming on the show in either late January or early February. But it gave us the chance to explore. And so I would say for looking forward into 17, think about what went right for you in 16. How do you build off that success? And how do you leverage that into 17? We'll spend most most of next week's show about how do you set clear goals for 2017, what are best practices around resolutions versus goals and goals versus resolutions. So we'll, we'll do all that. But just a few other things to sort of just note from my own sort of life and things that I'd want you to know about me and, and what happened. So um, I was in charge of finding a new pastor at our church. Uh, her name is Rachel Thompson. Rachel has just done a fantastic job. She's in charge of youth and young adult at our church. And so she came and has helped grow our membership. But what she helped me is she's 25, 26 years old. She also helped me hear a younger person's voice and to get excited and to see her charge up the young people in our church when I'm an advisor got me to be younger and think differently. Uh, we also, um, in our family, Olivia, our oldest daughter, got into Duke University. She's going to go into the College of Engineering. So she'll be going to Duke and be in the class of 2021. So just watching that has been fantastic and helped me understand just how the whole search process goes and being able to say, okay, that's the next stage of our life. So 17 will bring some changes whether we want them to or not. And then just today, um, my second daughter, Caroline, passed her driving test about an hour ago. So we will be training our second driver in the house. Last week, uh, last Thursday, Philip turned 13. So we also have three teenagers in the house. So for all those parents out there, maybe you can be sending me some lessons learned how to deal with three teenagers and two drivers in the house and one going to college. What you'll see is that 16 was a great year and that 17 will require me to take the lessons learned from 16 and apply them to 17. So I think for you, I just ask you, are you walking around the zombie zone? If so, it's time to wake up. It's time to get ready for a great 2017. So think about 16 and what went right. And after break, we'll pick up on that topic. And I think Jennifer will join us on the show. So we'll go ahead and take a break here for two minutes. And then we'll see you in two. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. 
But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Tired of wasting time and spending marketing money with little results? Are you looking for more leads, clients, and revenue in your business with predictable results? Tune in to Mojo My Business with the team behind Mojo Global, Ira Rosen, and Corey Michael Sanchez. Our program will showcase proven expert solutions that have helped countless businesses outsell the competition and gain massive market share. Mojo My Business can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back. Glad you could be with us today during this holiday season. We've been talking today a little bit about lessons learned from 2016, a few things that I learned along the path. So I invited uh, Jennifer to call in. So you guys know Jennifer Owen O'Quill from Voltage. Jennifer, good afternoon. How are you today? It's great to be here. I'm, I'm well. I'm well. It's a beautiful day here in Roanoke. I know it is. I was saying before the break that I'm going to go out and get a run in and take the kids, and we're going to have a good old time. We we um, also got a drone for Henry, so we may have to try that out as well as some uh, new games to play. So I'm looking forward to getting outside and playing a little bit today. Well, yeah, my Jennifer, family's I, out on a walk as we speak. So oh, I'm jealous, <laughs> Jennifer. I know. <laughs> uh, I know you had a fantastic year. Um, you know, way exceeded expectations for revenue. Um, you know, I know there are some some fantastic things that you got to accomplish this year. You started new classes for Voltage, uh, for around strategy, and just some really cool things. You know, as you look back 2016, what are a couple of your best successes, and what do you think le- led to your success? That's a great question. I, as I look back on 2016, Jeff, I think my greatest successes were keeping my commitments to myself, right? Mm. So I set some targets and I hit them. And uh, keeping my commitments to the people I care about. So those are my big successes. And uh, it, was a great, it was a great year. Uh, we did have a 
a lot of success with clients and in particular, I think about the work that I've been able to do with uh, Cynthia Rancourt over at Polymer Solutions and and um, at Torque Robotics with you at, when we're over there. It's been very fun to work with both those clients. But as I think about the work that we've, we've accomplished, I think about uh, the intention I had at the beginning of the year. I mm-hmm. planned to get to the end of 2016 and have it be successful. And I did that in a couple of ways. I paced myself, and I gave myself time to think strategically every day. So when I look back over the year, I think, I think about the times where I was working really hard, but I meant to be working really hard right then. It wasn't an mm-hmm. accident. And I knew that there were going to be times that I was going to be able to slow down into another gear, right? But that, that was mm-hmm. the right time for fifth gear or overdrive. And so I don't, I didn't, I didn't have any um, frustration or resentment about the hard work because I chose, uh, I chose those things. I chose to work hard for a couple of stretches, and I also chose to have a great vacation this year. My husband and I went on a sailing trip, all uh, from from Washington State all the way out through Canada, uh, back to up to Victoria and back, and it was just a terrific time. I have completely unplugged. I appreciate that uh, that's a value in our business, that we know how to stop and rest. And so um, I was able to also then use that time to rejuvenate and then continue to think strategically about my year. So if I look back over why it went well, I, I planned for success, and then I paced myself, and I thought strategically all throughout the year. And those are the couple of, those are the couple of things. Well, that's great, Jennifer. Wow, that sounds like an amazing boss you got there that that uh, to help guide you and and help you foster. Oh, wait, that would be me. And what yeah, I say- who who is it that talked about that? How how to choose, pick your pace, and pick the pace for the right season? That'd be you. <laughs> well, you know, and one of the things I just want to pass along, and thanks for bringing that up, Jen, is, um, you know, um, I I think that it's sometimes we get hung up in that. If our day isn't quite balanced, and sometimes even our week, we think we're out of whack. And, you know, I, I share this often. I, I sort of view it over at least a month because there's sometimes where we travel. I mentioned at the top of the show, you know, I traveled to Abu Dhabi back in late January, early February. And that throws you into about a six-week spiral for me that I just know it's going to be a little out, of, a little crazy because – when I'm in Abu Dhabi, you know, that really shuts down. I can only concentrate on people there and maybe just respond back to a message or two, but we're nine time zones different and all that. So that means the week or two ahead of time is pretty busy. Then you're gone for two weeks. And then the two weeks afterwards, there's a little bit of recovery, but then everyone wants to be on your calendar. And so that stretch of time, I think you alluded to very well. We have to be ready. So we have to be probably in eating healthy, uh, trying to get some exercise, move our feet a little bit. So that we can be prepared for that busy season, but then equally, being able to have some time like you did, go to sailing. For me, I went on a mission trip and just really rejuvenate. You know, so I think that's a great lesson learned. Well, picking a pace is really important, I think, mm-hmm. and, and being intentional about it. The pace that you're choosing is going to deliver you to a destination at a particular rate of speed. And you can choose to go at it in second gear the whole way, and it'll take you a long time to get there. And sometimes in life, that's the right pace. And for the right kind of change, that's the right pace. But for some things, uh, depending on what you're trying to accomplish, it's, it's 
fourth gear or fifth gear are better for the pace that you're needing to move through. And for me, I've been through all, all five gears uh, this year, from, from slow in the corners to, uh, to real fast down the open road. But I don't, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's really been about uh, giving myself time to run and then recover. And you would know about running, Jeff. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't mention that I did have a torn meniscus, so I got through a good knee surgery. And I actually, you know, today would be my fourth run since the surgery, so I'm very excited. Um, you know, Jennifer, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm going to take you just a different way. You know, I know you've been working with a lot of leaders this year around strategy. Um, and I know right. you meet sort of monthly with them, do some coaching, help work with them. Maybe could you share a couple of lessons that you learned from leading, you know, these are CEOs or, or COOs of their businesses. What were a couple of the lessons that you learned that maybe you could share with our listeners? The most important thing is to put time to think on your calendar. Okay, and we've yep. talked about mm-hmm. that from time to time here. But getting that time to think and to uninterrupted time where you can close the door and really just think is very important. Uh, mm-hmm. To really think through serious problems, significant issues, what's going on on the horizon. And the other thing is to take a 360-degree look at your world. So that means your business. That means the people in your business. That means the competition outside of your business. That means the marketplace around your business. To really think strategically. It isn't so much about strategic planning as it is to be intentional about a rhythm of strategic thinking. And if you are able to take, um, take the time to think strategically, I would say a half day a month if you're the CEO, it's very important to stop and think. And a weekly rhythm of a couple of hours every week to think through the issues that are going on. And as those issues pop up during the week, if you have that block of time carved out, you can throw the problems that need to be solved, take a note, and add it to your calendar. That's what I do. I, I, I take a note. These are the problems I need to solve. I need to get them off my back right now and move forward, but I'm going to put it in my thinking time. And so I know where to turn my attention when I get there, and I also then don't have the anxiety about those, those issues at other times when I need to be focused on other things. So thinking strategically and thinking strategically with your calendar. Yeah, I think that's great, Jen. Uh, you know, uh, Jennifer, for me, I think um, at times this year, I got a touch overwhelmed myself. Um, and what I would say is um, sometimes my yeses, I said, you know, it's hard for me to say no. I'm, I'm probably better than most people out there. But even then, it's a struggle sometimes, right? And, um, you know, there was just lots of good work. And I think when I, when I look back over the course of 2016, that time where it just felt like, uh, you know, the best way I described it, it's like you, you almost can't breathe fully and it feels like something's stuck in your throat. You know, it's kind of like, ah, there was the weeks were busy. And by the time I got to Friday, there hadn't been much thinking time. And I'd say that, uh, you know, towards the, the, the fourth quarter, there were a couple stretches where I, you know, I got, I got back to some thinking time and it was just so different. I know you, you know, you let our strategic plan offset here, you know, late December and we, we put time on our calendar in 2017. And I really appreciate you pushing me and the team to do that because I already feel better. Like, okay, you know, we didn't get through all of our conversation, but we're going to talk again in January about this, you know, and, and that I already feel like, okay, good. And, and it feels doable where at times in 16, it was like, Hey, there's some really good stuff I want to get to, but it doesn't seem like there's any time. And I look on the calendar, there is no time. So I, I think that the, the time to think, um, I'd also say just breaking it down into smaller chunks. You've helped us 
feel like, all right, let's at least get started on something. And I give you a lot of credit around the blog. I mentioned at the top of the show, you know, we wrote almost 50 blogs this year. And I think if we'd set out and said we're writing 50, it would have felt overwhelming. Instead, we sort of said, okay, let's each write three to four and get started. And that was doable, writing three or four. Right. And that got us going and got us moving and got us in the right direction. I would also say, uh, as you think strategically, take us... Take a small risk, right? It'll help you figure out if the big risk is the right risk. So as you're thinking strategically about, about your time and getting the time on the calendar for that, also uh, take a chance on a couple of new things, whether it be for us it was a, a blog or a radio show, whatever is the right risk in your business. But what is the right next way to push yourself out of your comfort zone so that you can be thinking in creative space, which is really where you need your people to be thinking, too. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, got just a couple minutes before we go to break here. Any any last tips from your clients you want to share so that I can let you go catch up with your family on your walk and all that kind of stuff? Uh, you, you know, I think as I, as I look at the CEOs and the leaders that have been most successful, it, it, they really are not beating themselves up when they rest. That's my last word. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. they're not beating themselves up when they play. And they are understanding that the, that time contributes to their ability to think strategically and is also about their pace. So if you stay in fifth gear all the time, this is the final, final warning. If you stay in fifth gear all the time, all you do is burn out the engine. So really, those leaders that have been most successful are the ones that have, have gone on a trip, have taken some time off, have trusted their people to lead in their absence. So um, that's, the, that's the last word. No, that's great. Uh, Jennifer, I really appreciate uh, you coming on here. You know, I, I would just build on that here. Um, I was over at Carillion a couple weeks working with one of their leading physicians. Um, and so it's a 13,000 person organization, just to help you understand. And these guys are really talented and they're busy days and physicians work hard. And I just talked to him. This is a person that still practices medicine, but also is a leader, a chief of a department. And um, they always give away their time. And, you know, to your point, not feeling guilty about it. And I just had to remind them that we're looking at them as our leader. And if they never take a break, it's impossible for us to take a break. So just like you said, if they're always in fifth gear, if they're always, you know, really focused and going and going and going, they may achieve great results. But is that sustainable for 2017, 2018? If you never rest, then I I know that a burnout is coming. So Jennifer, thanks for uh, coming on the show with us today. Enjoy the rest of your vacation here and look forward to connecting with you. And thank so to you. The, Enjoy the last year, 2016, Jeff. Thank you. Take care, Jennifer. And so what we'll Bye-bye. do is we're... Thanks, Jennifer. We're going to go ahead and take a break here, and then we'll be back in two minutes, and we'll keep this conversation going. Thanks. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. 
All round the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus, creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson, in The Sea Around Us, said, All at last, return to the sea, to Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now, back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back, and thanks for being with us. Today, we are reviewing some lessons learned from 2016 and things that we felt like went right. So I just had Jennifer from from Voltage on the show, and now I've got Lee Hubert, uh, who also co-hosts the show, and um, he will be sharing some of his lessons learned. So let me introduce Lee real quick. Lee, how are you today? Hey, Jeff. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing great. If this weather keeps up, I know that Lee is going to be working on improving his uh, golf score in the next day or two. I know well, Lee well know, enough. <laughs> uh, t- today is an interesting day. It's actually in the mid-60s here at Smith Mountain Lake, Virginia. Google it. You know, it comes up under God's country. And let me tell you, there's people out there having strategic offsites today. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, anytime uh, Lee needs to uh, work on his golf game, so I'm sure that's one of his 2016 accomplishments, is uh, he calls it a strategic planning offsite. And what I, what I would say about that, though, is that um, one thing I respect about you, Lee, is your ability to sort of say, you know, keep life in the proper perspective, right? Um, this thing called work is really important, but, you know, spending time with your wife, Jane, you know, I know you went and saw your daughter, you know, I know one of your accomplishments this year was you start shuffling your feet a little bit more and ran a, you know, ran a race that I'm sure you want to talk about, you know, but it's not just about the work thing. It's, hey, this work stuff is really important, but another aspect of leadership is keeping yourself balanced and keeping yourself focused so you can achieve all your things. So, Lee, maybe you can rail, nail down a couple of your uh, 2016 uh, successes for the audience here. What went right for you? What went right for me? What a great question. And, yeah, Covey, Stephen Covey calls it keeping the saw blades nice and sharp, sharpening your saw, because if you let those uh, saw teeth grind down, the saw will get very dull, and you'll expend a lot of energy, but you won't be cutting much wood, Right. Um, for me personally, since you mentioned it, thank you. Yeah, uh, the short version is watch what you eat and move your feet. Um, if you do that, 
every day, watch what you eat and move your feet. Sometimes that means going for a walk. Sometimes it goes means going for a 10K run. But you will drop some weight, which I did, and that was a major accomplishment for me. So I set a goal, called a friend of mine in the Midwest, uh, did a five-mile run, trained up for it. And for you all runners out there, five miles might not seem like a lot, but for me at the <laughs> time, let me tell you, uh, I'm not the marathon man, okay? And now um, it's basically 10K every weekend, including this past weekend, I'm not giving it back. So that, that feels wonderful, and you're correct in, in my view that it keeps things in balance. There's just something about that, and it's great offline thinking time. I don't think there's anything that compares to it. Well, and, you know, I think uh, the viewers and listeners and all that viewers, you know, I'm viewing you, uh, you know, the, the <laughs> listeners, <laughs> the listeners probably don't understand that, you know, Lee's very tall and uh, solid and probably, uh, what, what is that, more of a Clydesdale version, you know, um, and being able, you, you know, to lose the weight, to be able to put one foot in front of the other. You know, I'm just really proud of you, Lee, because, That's you know. That's the first you time I've ever been called a Clydesdale. Yeah, that's what they call anybody over two hundred pounds. More like a thoroughbred. There you go. Yeah, there you go. But it's a um, that's actually the 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 group in the race. They call them Clydesdales. And so, what I would have you know though is that you know Lee does a great job putting one foot in front of the other and going and doing it. So again, you know, if there's something you're trying to work on, don't make it big. Don't always say, "Oh gosh, I want to lose twenty five pounds or I want to." run a marathon, start small and say, you know, what's something I can do? What's one habit I can change? You know, for me, I really am going to work on trying to drink a little bit more water next year. I'm going to, uh, you know, try to eat a few less pieces of chocolate, you know, my downfall and things like that. But I'm going to start small and the little things will add up. Lee, let's go to uh, maybe maybe some of your client base here. You know, so, you know, you've been doing a lot of work uh, in and around Virginia. I know you gave speeches in multiple places across the country this past year. Um, As you look back, you know, what were a couple of lessons you picked up from your clients as you look back on 16? Well, first thing is the platform speaking because it dovetails with everything we do at Voltage. It dovetails with the content, the ebooks that are going to be published and the workshops that we do. And it's fascinating, it's captivating, and it's fun. It is just so much fun sometimes for me to be on the platform and really talking about things that matter to people, leadership content. So, yeah, yeah I was up in Washington, D.C. with uh, partners from Sloan, uh, uh, partners, a search firm, uh, talking to the G2 laboratorians, and that was wonderfully well done and raucously fun. How's that? That rhymes. In uh, addition to that, there were some other uh, speaking venues down in Myrtle Beach to the Hospital Society for Healthcare People. That was all about the drama triangle and other laboratorians in West Virginia and other things uh, on the horizon. That that really is one of my goals for 17, is to be more visible on the platform and to, and to have that crossover into some uh, workshop work. Um, on, on the client side here in Southwest Virginia, here, follow me on this, guys. If you're writing this stuff down, here you go. Um, you want to write down the initials A like apple, O like O, and B like boy. And that stands for actions to take who owns it, and what are the behaviors that support it. And here's how that impacted the clients. Uh, There's a manufacturing company in Lynchburg, and as you know, uh, one of our goals was to be established in Lynchburg market, and we've successfully done that. Um, The client I'm speaking of is Midcon and Cabinetry. They have a parent company, a bigger organization, and Brian and Anthony and Peter Koesch uh, over there uh, engaged with us to do some leadership training. And I'm happy to say Peter uh, Koesch, the principal who you met and Jennifer met, we did some video training with him. 
uh, and talked about uh, developmental things for him. He's been promoted now, so uh, he and I get a, he and I get a chance to ride the golf cart uh, just a short time ago and, and congratulate him and all that. Um, so that was wonderful. Um, but the key things were, you know, uh, what actions needed to be taken, who owned it, he did, and what were the behaviors that needed to be modeled, and that's where Voltage helped Midcontinent a, a great deal. And the short version is, as you know, we do DISC and all these other assessments. I think uh, Peter was great, probably needed a little help understanding how really how good he was. Maybe didn't really understand really how talented and good he was and is and is now promoted. Uh, also, another manufacturer in Lynchburg, as you know, Belvac, uh, they're manufacturing uh, uh, of machines that make bottles and bottleneck machines. Global business, fascinating, all over the world. Uh, we were working with their executive team to coalesce as a team, and as their market and world changes, it's been fascinating to see the inward workings of the executive team and to see them grow and coalesce around some of their goals for communication as their business demands. Um, yeah, Lee, I'll build, yeah, let me just build on that. You know, so I think yeah. one of the things that, that you do a really nice job of is really working with the folks to say, around the start, stop, continue. You know, what are the, the things that we want to start doing, stop doing, and continue doing? And so I, I would say for one of the leadership lessons is to look back at 16 and say, you know, what went right? You know, take a moment to say, that's something we should continue doing. You know, sometimes we think we got to throw everything out when we get to the end of 16, and I just don't want to believe in that at all. You know, my encouragement is I'll take us all the way back to our first show where performance equals potential minus interference. Let me repeat that. Mm-hmm. Performance equals potential minus interference. A key thing there is study your performance. If it's good, keep doing it. You know, keep working that stuff. So that's in the continue. On the other hand, there might be a practice or two that if we started it, it will help grow the business, help uh, improve things. In our case, going back to Voltage, that was our blog. It has really helped us have a, a voice that's heard each and every week. And then there's, there's something that we need to really stop doing. You know, that mm-hmm. might be your interference. And so, you know, sometimes for, you know, I know for Jeff Smith, the human being, it's, you know, stop overscheduling sometimes. You know, so as, as you're looking at that, I, you know, Lee, you do a great job of helping teams really get clear about their start, stop, and continue. And I think that's been one of your big successes in 16 with clients. Well, thank you. Let me add on to that. Remember the initials, actions, who owns it, and behaviors that support it. Stop, start, continue really was the platform to say what actions need to be taken. Hence, what do we stop doing, start doing, continue to do? Second part of that was who owns it. That was really the waterline exercise that you're familiar with and many Voltage clients are familiar with. Basically, under the waterline, if you're looking to see who has what ownership for tracking deliverables, are the roles and responsibilities and expectations crystal clear? If they're not, stop what you're doing and get there. If they are, farther on down the the work line, uh, it's a performance issue. So that had to do with ownership, in particular, leadership ownership. Who owns it? And then the final thought uh, was the behaviors that support it. As you know, I'm a big fan of drilling down to the team level, and we got into the team's mission, vision, and values, and that was the, the behaviors. What are the values, the behaviors that support these other two things happening, the team's contribution? So when you look at Stop, start, continue, who owns what actions, or where, uh, what actions to take, waterline, who owns those actions, and the behaviors that support it at the team level, it, it spells success. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that what goes along with that, uh, another lesson just take from 16 is recognition. You know, so um, it's great that when people make changes, boy, please celebrate it. You know, so I've I, I've worked with clients that are wonderful, they're incredibly talented, and they think it's, you know, not their job to recognize. Hey, that's someone's job. I paid them to do it. And I'm just like, okay, well, then, you know, just be ready to pay to find someone new to, to do that job. You know, because I promise you, others are going to be recognizing it. You know, you mentioned Slow Partners. That, you know, they're one of our customers. They are a, a recruiting firm. And what they're looking for are superstars. And so if a superstar is not getting love and, and uh, encouragement and development feedback and recognition at their current spot, when someone calls them from another firm or, you know, a friend, they're likely to take the call. And so mm-hmm. the some of my some of the folks that I coach, I really saw them start to take that on. You know, I worked with a couple of folks at Rackspace this year where they start coaching. They're like, holy cow, Jeff, it really works. Like people are high-fiving me and they're like, what's changed about me? And all I did was went and, and said a couple things about what they did right. I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. So we've got about uh, a minute for a break here, Lee. You know, any, uh, any, any key words? And are you okay to stay after break for a couple more minutes? Sure, sure. I can stay as long as you need me. And so let me add on to your last thought, Jeff. You, you were talking about getting out of the zombie zone, getting some excitement, getting some enthusiasm. As you know, at Voltage, we do something called the team work cycle. And the people who are the leadership part of that cycle set the pace. And if that pace is just bumping along in zombie zone, no enthusiasm, no excitement, no authenticity, um, that's what you're going to end up with. Fortunately, as you people are listening, we, we have excitement in our leadership here at Voltage. We're very fortunate to have that. Um, not everybody does, and, and we absolutely appreciate that. Well, greatly. Well, I appreciate that uh, that feedback, you know, and, and that's that's wonderful. Here's what I'd say is that um, lots of good lessons here. Um, probably at a good spot to take a, a break here. So um, a couple of things just take from this segment is, you know, the power of recognition, Good setting of goals, start, stop, continue, and then, you know, Lee's AOB model, which we'll talk about more after break. So we'll come back in two minutes and we'll uh, give you our final lessons learned from 2016. Thanks. See you in two. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back. This is Jeff Smith, and I'm on with Lee Hubert. I asked Lee to stay on for a couple more minutes, and mm-hmm. uh, thanks, thanks for listening, um, everyone out there. It's uh, We've been reviewing lessons learned from 2016, and so before the break, Lee had uh, runs through a model where he talked about his AOB model. It's sort of uh, what actions need to be taken, who's going to own it, so that's the O, and then what behaviors do we need to do to really take those actions and make them come into being. You know, so mm-hmm. I'll just I'll just take one from that, Lee, and then I'll let you build on it. You know, when when I look at uh, some of my clients, they really struggle with their time management. And so one of the actions that I'll take with them is I'll have a three-way meeting with their um, administrative person. And if they don't have one, then we'll just sit down and look at the calendar. So we take the action of really reviewing, and we do a quick start-stop continue with their own calendar. Mm-hmm. I have I have them own it, but I, I also have them have an accountability partner. It could be a significant other. It could be someone mm-hmm. on the team. It could be this administrative person. Um, I'm coaching a dyad right now between two leaders, and they're going to challenge each other to work out three times a week so that mm. they both they both own it. And then the behaviors are things like they're putting workouts on the calendar. They are also doing things like um, sending messages to each other to reinforce it. And then finally, if they're making sure that they bring their outfits and clothes to work, just in case a meeting gets canceled, maybe they can work in one more workout per week. You know, So I think it's just sometimes those little steps we forget to take. So, Lee, I know you want to continue on and share another lesson or two um, before we close out your part of the show for the day. Yeah, interesting. You know, you mentioned AOB, and that is exactly right. And what's it's intriguing that the same process works personally that works professionally. Um, if you have a personal goal, what are the actions that are needed? In my case, like I said, get up, uh, move your feet, watch what you eat, and move your feet. Then who owns it? Obviously, I did. And what are the behaviors that support that? Ah, you said accountability partners. And I've also found that the public narration, you know, if you, I'll use you as an example, you're going to walk into that office and say, see that chocolate over there? I am not going to eat that. And you say that out loud, and chances are people are going to look at you to see, are you, are you busted? No, are you going back on your word? You're not going to do that. So that was really good. Um, on the client side, uh, up at Bath Hospital, the executive team and the leadership team have had just a smashingly successful year. They're navigating lots of change. One of the lessons learned, I'll say, is you know, don't presume to know things about what leadership 
uh, does or does not know or what they think, it's best to just go and find out and communicate and really build a good trust bridge with your upper, uh, your upper management. And I'm not suggesting that that isn't, but everybody in any organization can improve on that. And I've seen growth. And let me tell you, it's really something to see an organization that as a leadership team has coalesced with their leader and as a team now with a capital T are ready to go forward into the new year. Well, just give me maybe one or two things. What did, what did the team do to build that trust? So there are, are, you know, that's one of those big words. You know, maybe give me a minute of uh, things that you did to help build that trust with the leader. Sure. That well, makes the team. As you know, we do, uh, we do some components of AMP your leadership. Um, first of all, we did some analysis of who's in the room. How are they wired? How do they communicate with each other? Then we did something, you know, that I called paying the price of admission. And to a degree, get this, it was stop, start, continue. What actions mm-hmm. do we need to take as an executive team, as a leadership team, and as an organization so we hit the, the goals that we think we need to hit uh, in, the, in the coming year? And then it really came down to trust and ownership. There were silos, bunkers, all that kind of thing. And in doing uh, those exercises that support the AOB, we broke down the bunkers. So we started to drill down after the executive team to individual specific teams that are very important. Nursing comes to mind. We challenged nursing leadership, said, hey, you know what? Here's what the business demands. Here's what the uh, leadership uh, should be providing. Are we doing that? Uh, if so, great. If not, let's improve on it. And we did. And with physicians and clinic and all the other important pieces and parts of puzzle that make the business go. That's great, Lee. I really appreciate it. Lee, I appreciate you calling in here today. Um, you know, it is beautiful out there. Go uh, hit a bucket of balls. And then uh, for those that don't know, uh, Lee is a huge uh, Green Bay Packers fan. So good luck to oh, your yeah. Packers against the Lions next week. And, uh, you know, enjoy the rest of the week, and we'll uh, see you in the new year. We'll go Packers. All right. Take care, Lee. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. See you. Bye. Bye. So lots of great lessons from today. You know, from 2016, let me just recap uh, a few. You know, so I want to build off of Lee's thoughts here around trust. You know, trust is one of those big words. And, and I think it, um, you know, I was working with the CEO and his and the CEO last week. And there are people in the organization that wonder about them and how well they're working together. And what I noticed was that they actually work together very well, but that people sometimes want to look for reasons for, for why they may not be getting along. And so we're going to work with the whole team to show them that these folks get along and that there is a lot of trust. We also put in a rule, no triangulization. And what I mean by that is it's not okay for you to talk about somebody else to another person. It's really incumbent upon you to go and have that conversation and to give direct feedback. So you as a leader, if you see that some folks are maybe doubting you or not trusting you, go and ask the question, when am I at my best? When I'm at my best, what are the behaviors? What are the things I'm doing best? Is there one thing that I could do differently? I will tell you that as a leader, I'm still evolving with that. You know, I'd like to tell you that I'm perfect at that, but really I'd be lying. I'm getting better each and every year at that. And what I found is the quicker I can hear feedback, the better I get. And so one of the things that I know that I've done a better job of in 16 was stopping and doing an after-action review after our radio show, after our um, uh, breakfast where we have our clients, after an offsite. And I can take it in small doses. I don't probably need a half an hour of, Jeff, you could have done better at this or that. But again, those small doses. So if you find yourself at the end of 2016 saying, gosh, I didn't quite accomplish everything that I hoped to accomplish, hey, you know what? You're normal. Lots of us didn't get to everything that we hoped to. 
But I really want you to look back and say, what were some things that went well? And as you start to plan in 17, try to get out of that comfort zone. Find your way into the learning zone. So for me, this radio show has been the learning zone. So I really appreciate Kevin who runs the sound machine, sound engineering behind the scenes. He helps me each and every week. Winston Price is our executive producer. He's taught me so much about this show. What they did, though, was they worked with me. They helped slow it down, showed me how to do things in small steps. Mentors matter. You know, so both Kevin and Winston helped me learn the radio side of the business. I'm not an expert, but I found experts who could help me. Baby steps are critical. You know, if you told me, I don't know, this is probably about our 16th or 17th show, all the things that I would learn, I would have been overwhelmed. But instead, by learning a little bit each week, by practicing and doing some fun things, you know, we've gotten better each and every week. I'd also say, you know, understand not everyone will believe in your vision. You know, so when I first said I was going to host a radio show, people were like, you're crazy. And when do you have time for that? All I can tell you is that the people that did buy-in were great supporters. And the naysayers, hey, that's okay. I learned a lot from them, and I learned to hide to get better, too. And it's also about how do you get out of your comfort zone and have other people support you, though. And so it was also good for me to, to test people out and have them give me some feedback and be willing to listen, but not be overwhelmed by it. And so for you, I hope you find a few things to get ready for 17. But build on the success. Take a moment, pat yourself on the back, and be excited about 16. So next week, Jennifer and I are going to be on the show together, and we're going to be talking about goal setting for 2017. We'll help put some of those best practices into place for you. So thanks for joining us this week. And so as a reminder, this has been Jeff Smith, and you've been listening to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. We'd love for you to connect with us during the week. You can find me on Twitter, JamieJeff. You can link with LinkedIn with me at uh, Jeff Voltage Leadership Consulting. You can like me on Facebook at Voltage Leadership. Our website is www.voltageleadership.com. You can email me at jeff at voltageleadership.com. During the week, you can reach out and call us at 540-798-1963. It has really been a true honor to have you guys come aboard this year. You helped shape the show, so please feel free to give us some ideas. Let us know what you're thinking about. My plan in 17 is that we're going to have a combination of two shows a month where Lee and Jennifer will come on and we'll give you leadership lessons, but then we'll have authors and head of entrepreneur shops. So it's going to be a great 2017. Thanks for finding us. Please spread the word about us through any way that you can. And we look forward to an awesome 2017 with you. Enjoy your holiday season. Take care. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Please join your host, Jeff Smith, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll discuss another engaging topic next week.